Hello and welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, the video game music podcast. This is episode 7-2 and we're your hosts. I'm Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. Every week we get together, we hang out, we choose some topics, and we pick some tracks. Um, so we were just talking about Russian Attack? <laughs> yeah, like the game <laughs> for the old NES called Russian Attack, R-U-S-H apostrophe and attack. <laughs> and I'm 36 years old. And for some reason, it only just clicked for me. Like, was that just uh, intended to mask Russian attack? Yeah, it's like, I think it's just a play on words, right? Like, like it's they're, they're Russians, and they're rushing you. <laughs> so you got to attack. <laughs> but we don't want it to be displayed on the box in case someone sees it and gets angry. That was like the first game I played that was like a run-and-gun side-scroller. Yeah, it was awesome. When you got the knife or the bazooka that you could find sometimes. Yeah, actually, it, I'll, and... In that way, it plays almost just like Shinobi. It kind of does. Not as fast, but then again, I might be thinking about Shinobi 3, which was completely unlike the other Shinobi games in a way. Was 3 Shadow Dancer? No, Shadow Shadow Dancer Dancer was was 2. Shadow Dancer was the one we had the dog. Oh, Shadow Dancer was just a play on words. Yeah, you know, (laughs) because you were dancing in the shadows. Dancing in the shadows. What that actually referred to was dancing on the corpse of your fallen foes who go dark when they die. You know, the um, I remember when I was really young going to the laundromat with my mom and they had a Russian attack cabinet and that's where I first played that game. See, I didn't even know that existed. I yeah. just knew that it was on sometimes on occasional play tins, I think it was. But Yeah, yeah. a lot of those older titles um, that came out from Nintendo, I think, were originally ar- had arcade releases. Like, like, like Contra. Remember, like, if you ever play, play Contra in the arcade? Yeah, but I hated it compared to the <laughs> Nintendo one. Nintendo fixed a lot. We're going to ramble forever on this. No, 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 no. I got one more to say. I got one more thing. <laughs> well, I will say that Nintendo Nintendo games made arcade releases so much better. Like, I saw Rygar recently, thanks to PS4's arcade archives. That game looks terrible compared to the Nintendo version. I'm sorry. It just, oh, really? Yeah, it's like it, it loses something, which is funny since the Nintendo version was following the arcade game. But Yeah, you know what I liked? Um, on the Nintendo more was Double Dragon. The, the Double Dragon arcade game was was rough. Yeah, I didn't like the arcade game. And it looked, I didn't, it I didn't like Double Dragon 2 in the arcade either. I didn't like either one. Just not happening. Nintendo, sorry, Detroit West Home release was way better. On oh, the and then there were the games that had like special controllers like uh, 7, 720. The guy ever saw that one's controller. Uh, it's it's a stick, but it's on a dial and, it's, and it spins around. So it's like you can spin the stick around in a circle. Weird. It's, it's really weird. Or, or any of the uh, the trackball games, like Marble Madness. Now that game was awesome. Oh, my, my, frustrated. Oh, my, my, my uh, Rollerball Jam. Rollerball Jam was... Um, okay, I, that's a band name, I call it. Rollerball, Rollerball Jam. Jam. Is uh, Crystal Castles. I love Crystal Castles. Never played it. Oh, so good. I man. just know there's a band with the same name. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, but no, the music in Crystal Castles, is, it's really like old, but it's really cool. So if you if you ever get if you ever get a chance to see it, I know of one place and it's like an hour and a half away. Maybe I can find it like on like an emulator, or maybe one of my retro collector friends has it. I can mooch off of them and give it a go. Yeah, give it a go. But it's definitely better with a tri- with the with the mouse pad or the no mouse the 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 trackball. Well, trackball. Wait, so Crystal Castles also used a trackball. Crystal Castles was a trackball. Oh crap! That's gonna be frustrating. Yeah, it's tough. Um, okay, so yeah, now. <laughs> Now we've gone on a little bit too long. Um, <laughs> Your fault! 
I know it's my <laughs> fault. <laughs> I just got really into talking about these arcade games. But that's a future episode. This episode um, was going to be the, the second part of Decadence, but instead, this is coming out on the week of Valentine's Day. So we thought we would do a fancy dancy, fancy pantsy, um, hold, holding hands, hugging your people's Valentine's show. Well, that's what Rob's doing. That's the guess what I'm doing. See, that's anyway. what Rob's doing. See, we <laughs> we have an interesting dynamic here at, at at Team Rhythm and Pixels, which is that there is there's like the love angle. That's Rob. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the other half of the spectrum, and that's me. And you might ask, what is the other half of the spectrum? There's love and there's hate. Well, not hate. We're not going there. We don't hate here. No. No, but I mean, I would say maybe they're not doing love and hate, but we're doing like romance and tragedy and tragedy. <laughs> That's right. Because as a great poet would say, can't have romance without tragedy. They kind of t- kind of bounce off each other. So it's going to be a good episode idea. I think it's a great idea. I, I've, I have uh, I already had a bunch of romantic tunes picked out. My whole ep- whole set is going to be Super Nintendo, super sexy Nintendo. And mine is going to be put your hand, your face in your hands, and just kind of get morose <laughs> with a variety of games from a variety of systems. And this is going to be, it's going to be great because we're going back and forth. It's like here's a romantic track, here's an awful track. <laughs> I feel so dumb. Well, not no, bad. I, I need, feel. <laughs> it's going to be like awful tracks, but it's going to be like tragic. Right? Exactly. Like I don't pick bad music, but the music might give you some feels. Is what I'm saying. All right. Well, I'm going to start off with. I've only played from this game once. It's by composer Nobuo Uematsu. This is from Front Mission Gun Hazard for the Super Nintendo. And this is called Promise Engagement. Promise Engagement? Promise and Engagement. So I think this is like, this is, is, you know, you're getting married. This is it. And you're (laughs) you're making a promise. It's a big day. You're making that promise to Nobuo Uematsu. You better not hurt his feelings or I'll break your legs. Yeah, don't don't hurt him, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt Uematsu.
listening to Promise and Engagement from the game Front Mission Gun Hazard for the Super Nintendo by composer Nobuo Uematsu. Oh, it makes me start to want to think because I know what kind of game Front Mission is unless Gun Hazard was like a weird spin-off. But I don't I don't, I think I think it's similar to the other games because there's a, there's a lot of battle music and there's a lot of music of specific characters and like the battle music is like this big grand orchestrated stuff with like lots of like uh military drums Ooh. and then the um the character music is usually kind of funky so it's like and then there's a lot of dialogue music in this game i'm, I'm assuming it's dial I'm, this is kind of be dialogue music you're probably right because like <laughs> I've, all, I've only played the third game but that game had a ridiculous amount yeah, dialogue from Mission 3 was Mission. PlayStation, right? Yeah, PS1. That was the first yeah. one we got in the States, actually. So that was our own, that was our initial early exposure. Like, I hope this series is good. People in Japan like it. Um, but anyway, I, th- I think that this is this soundtrack is, is really varied. It's all it's all Nobuo Yamatsu, which kind of makes sense because he's got like this. He does like a lot of like like symphonic, very classical cinematic stuff but he does a lot he has like a lot of rock stuff too so it all kind of blends together in the soundtrack it's really nice so this starts to really at the very very end when it when it kind of heads out and then those bells come back in it's just i this is a lovely track i love it so you definitely can see this being like a good like if you were listening to this outside the context of the game if i I could hear that if i heard this at a romantic restaurant i would be i would be very happy you would you would share one spaghetti noodle between you and the missus. Yeah. Lay, lay, oh, there it is. See, that's 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 the test. Can 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 it can it be applied to Lady in the Tramp? Because if it can, <laughs> it works. Oh my god! I was like, oh come on, that, that was like the romantic movie for kids. Okay. Oh yeah, I guess. But they share the spaghetti. They they, they do. You know, it's. It's, it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to remember the movie. There's dogs in it. Yeah. Lady was the really nice right. upscale dog. And then Tramp was like the alley cat, the alley dog. Uh, okay. And he liked Lady. Lady was like, I don't need you. But, and there's like spaghetti. <laughs> and there was, there were no bears in there, right? Well, I can't confirm. <laughs> there's always a chance for bears, always you know. There. Always a chance for bears. All right. So um, what's, what's your counterpoint to this track? <laughs> well, I gotta bring it down a bit. Let's, all right, now that you guys are all huggy buggy, let's just take that and get it hit by a car because we're working with <laughs> <laughs> the next track on our roster, which happens to be Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, titled A World of Sorrow. Hope you think it's adequate. <laughs> <laughs>
Welcome back. You are listening to A World of Sorrow from the game Fire Emblem, Path of Radiance. And this is about to become feel like a train wreck, but here I am. Let's try this out. Written and composed by Yuka Sujiyoko, Naoko Mitome, Atsushi Yoshida, and Kanako Tarame. Or Tarame. But it's, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. No. I'll be dang. But uh, yeah, this track definitely to me hits a nice note of tragic but it also offers up a slight level up from it like it's not quite down in the dumps tragic it's more like something bad just happened and yeah. we're mourning but we'll press on it's, afterwards it's 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 kind of like a little melancholy going on but it's it slowly lifts back up but it's definitely down throughout mm-hmm. in this game I don't remember exactly what scenes it's played on because it's been a ridiculously long time since I've played Path of Radiance, but I do know that the game itself had a number of tragic moments and the main characters pop getting murdered and you're, you spend most of the game on the run pretty much like your mercenary troops on the run from John Q. Lowell or just Warren Kingdoms, whichever you're picking from. But uh, all in all, throughout though, you are constantly motivated to press on throughout all the grim aspects of the game that take place until you eventually become actually well until the sequel anyway you don't become anything spectacular but you become an awesome just heroic human being who goes on almost becomes more of like a rebel like your team becomes like a group of mercenary rebels so this whole game you're kind of like rising in a way yeah because like you're originally just a pay for hire group huh. and uh, through a series of events you kind of get caught up in political intrigue and rather than just run from it, your main character kind of just ultimately kind of steps up to the plate and says, okay, well, if this is how it's got to be, what, what, who can we help out to make things work out better? And, you know, like align yourself with some other countries and things of that nature. And ultimately, I've, it's, been a, like, it's been a long time. So no, <laughs> no listeners, don't string me up or nothing. But it's... Uh, you, do, you do so much of the show just like from memory. It's, it's insane. Yeah, that's what throws me off sometimes. I was like, this is going to be one of those weird episodes where it's like, crap, I'm kind of loose here because not so much memory on this episode. All I can really say is I like this piano section a lot. Oh, yeah. It just sounds ridiculous. Yeah, this is a great soundtrack. I really like this full full sound of of actual instruments, which is really nice. And it was a surprise hit game, too. Like It came out to a really low print. You said it was GameCube, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. So It came out to like a low print. Didn't do too well. But down the line, people started to realize how awesome it was. And then when the even lower printed sequel came out, <laughs> it became like a huge drought for this game and that game. It was ridiculous. Now they both sell for a stupid amount of money. But I got them and they're fun. And we'll have to try them sometime. Cool. Right. What's your next choice, sir? My choice. Um, so this is this is the date. So this is the date music. So you and your special somebody going out to a jazz club. Ooh, specifically a jazz club. Oh wait, that has that has significance to you. But oh, that's right. It does. You can bring that. I can. I can. I can. I mean, I don't want to get too personal on the show. Um, So this is called the track is called "Tasteful" from the game Tales of Fantasia for the Super Nintendo by Motoi Sakuraba and Shinji Tamura. Well, that's why you were getting confused with "Tasteful." Yeah, I thought I just wrote down all this a tasteful track, but no, it's actually called "Tasteful." (laughs) Enjoy.
You're listening to Tasteful from the game Tales of Fantasia for the Super Nintendo by Motoi Sakuraba and Shinji Tamura. I like. So, you said this is actually the shop music? Yeah, it's called the Aegis Shop. I don't know. That's... I'm just just reading my notes, man. There might be a specific (laughs) shop in the game for all we know. But all I know is, man... This sounds like the shop that can sell some quite loving trinkets, if you, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, so um, I met my wife 14 years ago um, listening to a jazz band play. Not a, not a great jazz band. <laughs> but it's Jake Jazz, man. It, wasn't, it couldn't have been a bad jazz band, or at least adequate. They were okay. They were good. They're enough for us to go back. Yeah. So you could tap your toe to it? Tap yeah. your feet? Totally, totally. They had a, your fingers? Um, it was... Had a guitar player, a saxophone player, and a keyboard player. Nice. They needed a bass player so bad. And unfortunately, if I'm not mistaken, the place that it exists that doesn't exist anymore, correct? No, that was shut down. I don't know if there's anything there anymore. It's across the street from the... Actually, it's across the street. If you're in Wilmington, there's a place called the Queen Theater, in which they used to have the World Cafe Live, which you hear on NPR sometimes. And I don't think World Cafe's there anymore. So there's, it's, it's it'll be gone in May. But I think someone else is already yeah, looking to buy. It's supposed to be under new management. Yeah, we saw some, we saw some cool stuff there. But otherwise, yeah. So, the, so yeah, jazz music. My, my wife doesn't even really like jazz music a whole lot. To be honest with you. Well, jazz music is an interesting thing to me, though. It's like I can't think of a single jazz album, tune, artist, or album that I could recommend. But I like jazz in the sense that if it comes on almost without fail it's a it's an easy like doom, 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 yeah if it's the right he's, he's, the right kind of jazz he can yeah, kind of get into it yeah you just relax you kind of it puts you in a different place you know yeah so this is this is like you know the engagement's passed and now you're out there and you, and, and you drove past the car accident <laughs> from fire emblem yes and now 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 you're getting that you're putting that behind you and you ordered a nice dinner there's a candle lit and you're just you're just having a good time okay so all right, so so what happens? So <laughs> now what what happens in your track? <laughs> all right, so first I'm not even going. I'm going to let this track play first, and then I'm going to follow the story because I kind of like where this is going. So the next track on my roster happens to be Shining. I'm sorry, D Digital Devil Saga. I actually mentioned this on a previous episode too, and the track is called Spider String First Movement, which for those who are familiar with the show. I chose second movement the last time. This time is first. Oh, really? Mm. How, which episode? I don't even remember I the remember. episode. <laughs> it's been a while though. But uh, we're talking a long time ago, like maybe like maybe like the early to mid of last year. So okay, cool. Well, let's check this out, right? Digital Devil Saga. This is one of your favorites. Oh yeah, awesome. A lot of sadness in that game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some dark music too. Mm-hmm.
Welcome back. You are listening to the track Spider String, first movement from the game Digital Devil Saga from the Shin Megami Tensei series, written and composed by the man, myth, legend, Shoji Meguro. Yeah, this is some somber stuff, man. Oh, yeah. So, to go along with your story theme here, so, you and the lady are out at the dinner, and you're having a great time, but you're hoping this might be the night that you might want to pop a specific special question to her. So, you've got it all planned out. You have a special dish coming out just for her that she doesn't know, you know, that's coming. How unfortunately though you didn't you didn't actually do your homework and figure out where her allergic reactions would be. So it turns out she's allergic to said dish. She begins to choke on it, and God. she has to get rushed to the hospital. Oh man! This music is playing during the ambulance ride and in the hospital room as you sit there and question how can I love a mm. person so much and not even be as knowledgeable to know what their allergies actually happen to be. Oh, wow! What was I thinking? This, yeah, that's, that's this music to a T. What was I thinking? Girl, what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. How would I know I'm a too that high there. you hated seafood? Specifically, do 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 that shrimp amandine that I ordered for you. <laughs> so spider string is a food allergy. Yes. <laughs> it conveys food allergies. Sorry, honey, I didn't know you were allergic to spiders. <laughs> but again, <laughs> like from the gay's perspective, though, this is also there. Like it, there's a lot of like just sad moments. Like I mentioned in the show at one point, but there again, there's a whole idea of like these like pretty much automaton people suddenly being given emotions and concepts of humanity, but at the same time, it's okay. Well, now you have to start killing each other because the last gang standing gets to ascend and. It's just moments where people were like trying to make alliances, like we don't have to do this, and it's like, nope, I'm going to eat you, and just <laughs> crazy, bizarre stuff. Yeah, since the Shin Megami Tensei series is crazy. Mm-hmm. But this, they thankfully they got the man Shoji to come together and slap up a wonderful OST that perfectly accompanies this game and its story conveyed yeah, both I've- triumphant, sad, and also kind of fun. It is kind of dreamy and shoegazy at the same time. I really like this this tune. This might be one of my favorites from the episode, actually. Oh. Yeah, I really like this. Oh, there's more to go, and you got a story <laughs> link to come up with. So oh, great. All right, so my next track is from the game Star Ocean for the Super Nintendo, keeping with the Super Nintendo theme, and this is called Calm Time. Again, keeping with the theme of Motoi Sakuraba. I love <laughs> Motoi Sakuraba, so this is... From the game Star Ocean for the Super Nintendo, this is Calm Time. I almost regret not going all <laughs> Shoji Magoro. That would have been pretty good. That would have worked, too. <laughs> Battle!
I'm coming home, West Virginia. <laughs> coming home. That is so perfect. <laughs> it's <laughs> So, yeah, this is Calm Time from Star Ocean for the Super Nintendo, composed by Matoy Sakuraba. And this is such a lyrical song. This is the wedding. This is the wedding music. How do you get to the wedding from where I left off? (laughs) She got better, and now spiders are off the menu. (laughs) She got better. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's all good. How'd she get better? Wizards. (laughs) Yeah, this is wizard magic. Love is magic. Love, love is magic. This is this is like triumphant. Love saves everything. Music. Ah, it's true. That's right. Right. End of podcast. <laughs> There's one more this is song. Um, anyway, uh, I don't know much about Star Ocean except it's like kind of futuristic, right? Yeah, they they have a it's a better or worse thing in my idea because it's always like a space theme where there's you know like Star Trek based like type technology traveling right. between worlds yeah but they also have that concept that star trek as you would understand the name better than me because i don't watch the show much but the idea that when you go to a distant a, a planet you can't let on what technology exists beyond their planet right that's yeah the prime directive is to leave other civilizations pre-warp civilizations yeah, yeah. so that's exactly it so like every time what always happens like always be like this guy that comes from like a futuristic environment that lands on like a planet it's like okay now back to swords and sorcery even though i have a laser in my pocket <laughs> right now the world is in a great can is a great problem it's like sorry, great problem the world is in a, a horrible state right and all's on the line but i can't break that prime directive so bamboo stick it is but makes no blasted sense but um they're fun games in their own right though and only fun fortunately this is the only one i've never played too because it didn't come to the states initially we didn't start getting the series until the second game right and then later on we got a psp port of the first game oh okay but you know me it's sitting on the shelf (laughs) (laughs) so someday i'd like to try it yeah i played the um one for the ps2 uh, until the end of time. Until the end of time. And it was cool, but like I felt like I think I hit a wall at some point and then it was just kind of done. I have a really hard time with action RPGs and I, I just I'd, I'd prefer more of a tactical battle thing. I can see that too because for me, I like them, but I feel like the Tales games and the Starship games for that matter, initially it's like, hey, here's a bunch of skills that you can apply to your characters to do dodges and speed dashes across the map, blah, blah, blah. But as you get to the like the end point of the game and where all the chips are down, all the bosses get hard, it just becomes a, like a battle of attrition. You're just trading blows at this point because they make enemies unblockable at certain times or you know like they have insane guards or they have moves that cover the entire screen so it's like even though i'm able to dodge dodge where (laughs) you're just gonna suck up damage like a sponge and just deal with it so but they're still fun and you can kind of trick your guys up to be like okay i wonder if you have a guy set up here to do this and you can still get a little strategic yeah yeah, but uh, but it's not like it could be yeah yeah i just i'm i think it's just like my skill level never really got past a certain point and then I was just like ah, oh, it's alright I had a good time with this practice makes the perfect I know I know didn't feel like practicing anymore for now <laughs> yeah, calm time yeah, calm time it's very calm it's got a lot of good harps in it I think the harps are really successful 
Yeah, I didn't even think about that being a harp, but you're right. Well, I just like the hoodoo. Well, at the very end, there's um, on the bridges to the next, the next section. Here it comes. Oh, I see. There yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like a little waterfall of harps. Harp waterfall. <laughs> I just kind of get absorbed into the doo 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 doo. Like yeah, there's all sorts of lyrics much. happening in this song. And then, like, the second part gets even more lyrical. It's really cool. Yeah, I think I would say this is probably my favorite track from the episode. Oh, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, this is great. It's funny. I, I, I do like to listen to a lot of, like, mopey music, like, in my own time. <laughs> hey, I can't knock that out. I listen to shoegaze. Come yeah. on. That's, like, the epitome <laughs> of, like, the mope genre. <laughs> Next to blues, maybe. Though I'm not sure. I've, sometimes I wouldn't mind just thinking that shoegaze is more mopey than blues, by sound at least, not lyric. Yeah, sometimes it's like the, the sound or the feeling. But mm. right. So what is your last track? Oh, I'm going to cap this story right. Okay, so, yeah. All right, come on. All right, just do it. <laughs> just put me out of my misery. <laughs> the, the track <laughs> is from the game Shiny Force 2, and it's called Dying Wishes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> no, I did not plan this. This is Rob's idea. <laughs> I just went with it. Welcome back. You're listening to the track Dying Wishes from the game Shining Force 2, written and composed by Motowaki Takanuchi. Um, that's probably going to go on the record as my rough translation, but <laughs> a rough pronunciation. But I'm running good. with it. So. Oh, man. <laughs> I love this. This song is great. This, I, I love I love this this sound. On this little section here, and then he gets in in, in Motowaki Takanuichi can't even help himself. He's like this little jazzy like. It's a it's a really good track. I can't think of a great deal of tragic moments from this game, but I do know there was like moments like your entire city getting swallowed up in an earthquake, and then you're on a boat (laughs) sailing away, mourning the loss of everyone you've ever cared about. But hey, you're you're on a boat. Hey, I'm (laughs) reclining, boys. (laughs) Well, whatever existed during that era of you know history or time or whatever medieval period but i would say 
that she got better and you popped the question <laughs> and she agreed so the wedding commenced and it was the most grand gala the world had ever seen or at least your neighborhood and people came out and they enjoyed themselves it was spectacular so two weeks after the honeymoon a certain knock was up at the door and unfortunately it's tiny break legs <laughs> tiny's not pleased with the fact that you took out a oh, massive his load his last name is break legs break legs <laughs> that's what he wants you to know he's tiny but man he'll break them legs yeah, the mob's got got really unimaginative names now yeah they just want you to know what they're there for they're there to break my legs. name is billy billy take your money <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm sorry complete complete destroying my story yes <laughs> so it turns out unfortunately he forgot to tell his beloved that he was so gung-ho and excited about making her wonderful wedding day absolutely perfect they took a small $50,000 loan from the mob <laughs> and had no intention of actually paying it back because, you know, the mob is they're good people. They'll just let it go when they rise up for love, right? So, unfortunately, that is not the case. So, Tiny Breaklegs wasn't quite feeling up to snuff for his usual duty. So, he went out and got his buddy... Billy Blast Chess to show up. Oh, and oh my and God. he <laughs> shot him. He's been in, so he was shot. So, as his beloved holds him in her arms, sobbing, he whispers in her ear, I did it all for you, honey. I just wish for you to live a long and happy life, and I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my love story, Pernell. No, no, video no. game love story. Hey, there's a hey, there's room for improvement, you know, because you know there's there's a certain area of the show that has yet to come. I think I'm gonna name the show the video game love story. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good, good good title for it. That could be pretty fun. <laughs> well, great pick. Thank you very great much, pick. sir. I really like it. I love the soundtrack. So it's, it's this one and the first one are just so good. I just think honestly that this entire episode had a fairly solid roster of tunes to be chosen. Yeah, yeah. I, again, I, I had a lot in the back pocket for this one, which was helpful. And honestly, I think I need to get more for our sequel episode in my back pocket because there's <laughs> a lot out there, but it's hard to dig it up sometimes because this is one. Of, this is one of those times where the music may be less in the forefront of what I'm expecting to remember when I'm recalling well, great tracks in video game history. Next year, we're gonna switch places. Yes. I do tragedy. <laughs> Life isn't always tragic, Pernell. <laughs> Except for when it is. That is true. That is true. <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, let's bring this track down. Because it is now time for the bonus round. <sighs> bonus round. <laughs> That's good. The bonus round is the part of the show where we play... Covers and remixes based on today's theme. I'm gonna stick with my theme and play with play from a band that I love, which is the Megas. Oh boy! Um, so I'm not sure now that they have that acoustic album. Should I go rockin' plugged in or should I go acoustic? I think I want to go plugged in actually. Go with the plugged in. Bring the spirits up a day. All right, let's do that. All right, so this is Blue Like You, the Flashman stage from the Megas.
That was Blue Like You from the Megas. I like that song. Yeah, yeah. So Flash Man is sad and lonely and wants Mega Man to be with him for all time. <laughs> but he can't because he needs that Flash Stopper. Yeah. But he needs that Flash Stopper. I got to keep going. Mm hmm. I like the idea of like Mega Man just like, just like running through the stages, like, gotta get you, gotta get you. All right, gotta keep going. I'll see you later. Give <laughs> me a gun. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm thinking of um, another, another speedy blue object. Gotta oh, go fast. Gotta go gotta fast. Go fast. <laughs> Chili dogs. <laughs> That's what it'll slow down for those, of course. Slow down for the chili dog. Poor Sonic. He needs more. Maybe we'll do a Sonic episode someday. A full, like a full on Sonic episode? There's so many games in this history. Yeah. It could be done. Yeah, follow your rainbow. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, save from that city. Escape from that city forever. Forever. <laughs> All right. So, what did you bring for your bonus round? My track, I don't think is. I don't think it's nearly as long as yours was, but I still think it's a good one. Um, couldn't do an episode with the tragedy being a theme without pulling this track out of my pocket. All right. And I came across a good, um, I guess, rendition where the guy kind of did some, do some piano in there, some sweet, sweet piano. So without further ado, the track is called Alan and Cyril Forever from the game Breath of Fire 1. And the composer is Jorge Fuentes. Welcome back. So that was Alan and Cyril Forever by Jorge Fuentes Remixer for the game Breath of Fire 1. That was awesome. And I actually sort of chose this one intentionally because, well, it's sort of, it could go either way with this track because, uh, again, my memory of the game is kind of rusty, but I'm not sure, depending on how you look at if you're a glass half empty or full guy, they either died at the end of their story arc <laughs> or they are lost in time, but at least they're together. 
Oh, lost so you, in time. <laughs> so you had to end the episode on an ambiguous note. Better believe it. <laughs> Sometimes I got it in me. Yeah, once in a while. Well, for more information on the artists in the bonus round part of the show, check out rhythmandpixels.com, and we'll have links to their Bandcamp, SoundClouds, and anywhere else where you can find their music. Thanks for joining us today on our on our celebration of love <laughs> and our appreciation for tragedy. Kind of the yin and yang of rhythm and pixels. Yeah, but I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> well, maybe a little, but I like this too. <laughs> so this has been episode 7-2 of Rhythm and Pixels. And um, yeah, I think our next episode will either be squalor or it'll be a special guest if it ends up not being squalor just yet that'll just give us more time to spend all of our money <laughs> I mean yeah <laughs> <it's> squalor <laughs> um yeah, yeah so if you have any topic suggestions for us uh, send us uh, an email rhythm and pixels at hotmail.com oh yeah and girl Check out the website. Rhythmandpixels.com <laughs> um, If you want to check out our uh, Facebook, Instagram, social media, everywhere, it's Rhythm and Pixels. You can go there. Um, I'm also kind of cross-posting the show on YouTube, so if that's more convenient for you, head on over to YouTube and everything should be up to date over there. Give us a look-see no matter how you feel you want to look. Just do it. And please... Topic suggestions, crazy, crazy questions. Yeah, yeah. Anything your heart desires. If you want to talk about how weird my voice sounds, if you want to talk about how sultry Robin's voice sounds, <laughs> if you tonight. want to hear Elvis bark. I have been sick for like a week and a half now. I don't get it. Uh, as healthy as you are, there was bound to be a time where your body's yeah. like, crap, get we got them. a real battle to fight now. I'm on the microchip. The microchip has been compromised. That's, <laughs> that's what happens. Covered um, germs. I want to give some sh- like at, at the end of the show. I, I think I want to give a, a shout out to some other great podcasts out there. Ooh. There's a lot of other podcasts out there. People doing good work. There is the Pixel Tunes Radio with Mike and Ed. Gotta love those guys. Of course, I have the shirt. Um, and then there is um, the new one that we just started listening to, Nerd Noise Radio Channel One. Channel One. Uh, it's just all music. It's just awesome. It is very much so. It's a straight sweep, and it's pretty good for a relaxing workday. Yeah, and then also check out the uh, VGM Jukebox starring uh, Keycliff. Oh, that's also a fantastic podcast. And, of course, the Legacy Music Hour, um, the grandpappy of video game music podcasts. But listen to us first before all of them because... Yes, because, I mean, we, we, we're, we mentioned them to you. So Actually, we started it. We created the internet just so that we could put this podcast out there. Not just the internet. We asked, where do you think electricity came from? Oh, exactly. Oh. Just saying. Where do you think lightning came from? Appreciation. <laughs> Appreciate. And I, I don't think we're being appreciated. That Big Bang <laughs> thing <laughs> didn't just happen on its own, you know. You know, we gave you podcast. We can take it away. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> Disclaimer, we can't actually take no, away no, anything. Disclaimer, we can't. And we're actually really humbled by all of those other great podcasts. I agree. They're all wonderful people. I'm just being silly. No, they're all fantastic. Um, also, check out the Forever Sound version. That man is freaking awesome. Yeah, that guy is great. So definitely check him out. And um, I got to say, since we started doing this more and actually talking to more podcast folk, it's a very friendly community I'm gathering. I mean, like, yeah. you always hear, like, on the, like, every once in a while, it's like these news stories, like, such and such is a controversy. He says something about atheists or something. Yeah, there's no beef between the shows, which is really nice. Yeah, and I come to like that a lot. I feel like uh, it's, it's, it's misrepresented overall from the media, from a grand perspective, because when you really drill down to it, everybody's genuinely pretty friendly. I am so tired of hearing people badmouth video game podcasts in the media. <laughs> What? <laughs> say that? I'm just saying. I know. I know. I just. Uh, <laughs> just the East Coast West Coast thing. Another podcast presenter, you know, killed before his time. Yeah, the turf wars. Nobody's <laughs> business. He came out with a parasol stars. They brought a Russian attack. It just wasn't. <laughs> oh, I love that. Bringing it back to Russian attack. Mm-hmm. Nicely done. <laughs> do what I do. All right. Let's um. Let's let's make like Shinobi. And, uh, and surfboard on a, on a mechanical surfboard? Yeah, that's how, kick, we, that's, that's, how we, that's how we leave the show. That's how we leave every show. <laughs> Surf- I want that like on a t-shirt. That would be so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, anyway, you've been listening to the Rhythm and Pixels video game music podcast. I'm Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. Have a great week and have a great Valentine's Day. And remember, if you happen to have that special someone in your life, appreciate, enjoy celebrate whether it's cheap or expensive is the thought that counts and if you don't and it's feeling a little on the tragic side you got to take the tragic to appreciate the good that will eventually come your way just enjoy that you what you've got in your life at the time friends family ramen especially ramen especially ramen and just look forward to good times that are eventually going to come good night and yes you